And in this episode of the Sportsway Podcast, we'll be talking about NBA playoff action and much My more. Boy. Now, let's introduce you to host Fitzkerrigan and Christian Mott. Hello and welcome Hello. to the Sportsway Podcast. It's Fitzkerrigan and Christian Mott yes. back with another episode. Um, and, and let's hope that this one is uh, better than the last because, I mean, I was a little tired then. Um, let's get into... TJ's Needle Stat of the Night. And that's presented by no one. Okay, so for today's CJ Needle Stat of the Night, um, uh, it was a hard choice, but I have to go with uh, what I want to talk about in my team, the Clippers, um, as we will talk about Kevin Durant and how they did later. But uh, this is very serious. Uh, Kawhi is going to be out for Game 5, a pivotal Game 5, because it's not at 2 to a piece and whoever wins will go up one and we'll only need to win one more game to finish off the series. So uh, Paul George is going to have to play really well. And um, yeah, Kawhi may even be out for the rest of the series. So even if uh, like the Clippers win, let's say if they win uh, today, that Kawhi still could be out for the rest of the series. So that's just not good. Um, uh, Paul George is really going to have to step up and that you, you know this you never know this may be it for the clippers cuz this seems like a a death sentence right here if we have uh um uh, we have to have uh, yeah. Paul George to take down the best record the team with the best record in the NBA by himself. I know I know I don't I um and I hope that uh your clippers can win uh so that uh just to, just a few so you can feel good about yourself when bucks probably will lose game 7 if they win game 6 and I, I hope uh, – well, Kyrie is out for the rest of the series. Uh, he might be back if they advance. Um, but right now it's uh, – KD did everything last night. And that can – but we'll talk about that in Fitz's Fantasy. But right now that concludes – CJ's Needle Stat of the Night. And that's presented by no one. Okay, on to Fitness Fantasy, where uh, we'll talk about the late run by Kevin Durant. Played all 48 minutes to... Which um, is crazy. Which is... Uh, I can barely play 10. Uh, <laughs> anyway, let's get it right into the game where uh, he played all 48 minutes and scored 49 points, one shy of 50 points. And Christian, how do you expect... Because do you think Kevin Durant will be able to play all 48 minutes... Of game, if game six in Milwaukee, or do you think he'll have to take a little break at one point? Well, there's a difference between can he play and should he play. Yes, I'm sure he could, but I think the answer is he should not play 48 minutes again. With Kevin Durant, we all know he's pretty injury prone. This it's very risky for him to. Play I think that he should long. play like I think he should play like at least 42. Maybe so. like I think they they'll um uh play him however much they need him. Definitely, probably he'll play. All of the fourth quarters, but I'm expecting. Yeah, um, but he'll but probably James, because James Harden I, is not 100. percent Yeah, yeah, but I think James Harden's going to do better, so I think that's why Kevin Durant better. Be able to Keyword do. is five points. He's a little rusty after not playing at all. Really, I know. I know. He went like one for ten or like yeah. two for ten. Mm-hmm. And you need a better. Not that he should. Not that he should keep going with those numbers, but uh, you need to help the, your team out a little bit. 
Well, he did get a couple of eight assists, so that's the one good thing. But still, he can do better. Yeah, I know. But Kevin Durant had a triple-double. That Many people think that was like his best playoff game of his career. It's not. Why? Because he's he can do so much more than that. Well, he could, but that's his best so far. I know, but... He just carried them to victory, and they were down 17. I know, but another thing is the fact that, I mean, this is a young Nets team, other than, like, the big three, which uh, James Harden is the... Uh, wait, James Harden went in 09. Uh, Kyrie is the youngest player on the team, uh, and he's he's in year 10. So all these guys have – all the big three have experience. But other than them, this is a young Brooklyn Nets team. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you say about, like, can Kevin Durant keep up the, his performance to be able to uh, play, close out game six in Milwaukee? Uh, or do you think that um, – or do you think that James Harden will help him pick up a little bit of slack? To be honest, I don't even think it, it's on the Brooklyn side. I think all of it is on the Bucks side. It's can they stop uh, Kevin Durant and can they score um, enough to be able Giannis, to stay in the game? Giannis said that he was mad and Mike Budenholzer for not making him guard James Harden. Um, well, I don't think it would have mattered because James Harden barely did anything. No, not not James Harden. He's mad that he, uh, he didn't guard Kevin Durant. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know if he would have guarded him guarded him better because he's mainly a guarding in the paint. He would have to come out of the paint and guard. Giannis is a defense. Giannis is a defensive player of the year. I know, but. That's just same with Rudy Gobert. You think Rudy Gobert can guard a point guard out in the three point line? No, but he somehow he's a three time and uh, NBA Defensive Player of the Year. Um, so you know, just because they can get blocks in the paint and guard the paint does not mean they're the best defenders in the NBA. Well, Giannis is a better, I'd say. The best uh, defenders in the NBA are ones that can guard one through five. Giannis cannot guard point guard. Well, who can? Who do you think? That. Who do you think can guard one through five? Uh, Ben Simmons. We all know that, and I think Draymond Green's pretty good. He doesn't really get um a lot of threes scored on him. He's usually up there. Mhm. Yeah. I think the only three that he had uh, was the James Harden three, uh, where he both he and Clay Thompson went out to him and tried to defend it that, and still made it. Yeah, no, that's the great. game where Kevin Durant went out of bounds like three feet outside of the out of bounds. The refs missed the call. Seriously? Yeah. I jeez. I crazy. mean, Kevin Durant, he had the ball and he stepped out like three times while he had the ball in his hand, and they it was two. The call. And it was, it was two steps, and he was out of bounds, and they missed the call. Jeez. And even the announcers like, "How in the world do you miss that?" I know. And then Curry made a shot, which gave them the lead. Yeah. So sad for James Harden. He hasn't had much luck in the playoffs. And thank God for that. Anyway, how do you think? Because Wait, can we just officially end uh, Fitz's Fantasy and then go back into it? That is Fitz's Fantasy, which is presented by no one. Okay, now now what do you want to talk about? We can keep talking about the same thing. Yeah, same thing, same thing. You started out. Um, what are we just talking about? The Nets and James Harden. How James Harden needs to help Kevin Durant. Oh yeah, yeah. James Harden needs to score more points. Um, 
uh, he, he's doing good with the assist stuff, but you know the um, the uh, Nets got really lucky tonight because um, uh, what's his name stepped up majorly. Uh, Jeff Green. Jeff Green. Oh yeah. Majorly, he Uncle went seven Jeff. for eight from three and had twenty-seven points. That's the big reason why the how, Nets were the one. Wait, how many threes did he make? Seven for eight. What? Yeah. That's what? The, that's the only reason why they won. Uh, even though no, with, it's not. Stop that, Christian. E- that's not the, why they won. Even, they yes, won even, because Kevin Durant can pull up from three backwards, uh, and he could still count on it to go I in. I know, but he can. I, we all know, and he had like fifty points. But still, if they wouldn't have had good production from Jeff Green, they would have not even been close. Mm-hmm. Jeff Jeff Green usually doesn't score that much, so they really needed every single one of his points to win. <sighs> it was bad. But um, um now let's um, go. Uncle Jeff, why do you have to do that to us? And then uh, Charles Barkley said that the Bucks just played uh, stupidly because no, he they said they're dumb. Do you see that yeah. video I sent you? He said they're dumb, and he said that even in the post game too. He said he he showed like pictures of Giannis. Um, late game. I think there was like a minute and thirty seconds. He called for the ball and then took a a, a fadeaway step back three, uh, a step back, uh, mid range, and he missed it. Obviously, like how do you, if you're Giannis, why would you call for the ball and then shoot a fadeaway? <laughs> that's because <laughs> it's what, it's Giannis. What, yeah, and you missed, and that's why they lost. No, that's not why. They couldn't score late game, and Giannis just. Threw up a prayer and obviously missed it. I was on all access. You need to make you need to make sure that in late game, you, all your possessions are like uh, clean possessions. That's how you win. That's what Brooklyn did. Have you ever been on a TV show? No. I've been on the Bucks show. It's called All Access, where they how? give. Uh, when I was there, I was oh, showed in the do. I was showed in the background when Drew Holiday made a layup. Oh, nice. So, I mean, I'm a celebrity now. Oh, yep, definitely. Uh-huh. But uh, I have a question for you about. I have a bu- question for you first. Okay. How did the Bucks give up a 17 point lead? That's a good question. That's that's a good question. I can't answer that. Well, you were watching most of the game. I just kind of watched the fourth quarter. I watched the second half. Oh, I ca- I it, the I, end of the third quarter. I had I had camp. Uh, that's why I couldn't watch uh, oh, it. Yeah. Oh, how did you do? I did okay. My back hurts so bad. Um, oh. I you feel like threes. Uh, yeah, I made a couple. Wait, is there a lot of little kids there? Yeah. Uh, well, it's between big kids and little kids. Okay. So I mean, I have a question. Uh, I have a question for you about the Bucks. Um, mm-hmm. the point you watched. How big? How how big is was? Uh, how big would you say? Jeff Green's contribution to the game. How big would how big of an impact do you think he made? Well, he he made a huge impact, especially since James Harden didn't do crap on the scoring end. Um, and uh, he uh was like he be, he filled in the role and became like that number two scorer that like scored second most points that uh. Kevin Durant needs like you always need to have someone else that can score in a game too. Even though Kevin Durant puts puts up fifty, um, 
they need someone else who can score the ball as well, which Jeff Green was the one who did, who did that tonight. Like, that's the problem with the Warriors versus this season. Curry could score 60, but they could still lose just because Curry, Curry like, the Warriors, later in the season, the Warriors didn't have really anyone that could be, a, a, like, a good scorer. He misses um, Clay Thompson. Yeah. I, I think Poole I, – I really like Poole, though. I think he's going to be a starter, like, in a couple of years. He's good. Jordan Poole. Anyway. Yeah. I, I think he's pretty good. I know. I, I think he's good too. He's just not like, like he's. You can't expect him to put up like thirty. He can put up fifteen. He can shoot a couple threes. Um, but how do you, how do you think he's going to be a star? Starter? I said a starter. I didn't oh. say star. Maybe he could be a star, but I think he's going to be starting in the next couple of years. Um, because he's a bench player right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, every single one of as I said earlier, every single one of Jeff's points was needed. In their victory. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Um, another question for you. Um, how if yeah, like if Brooklyn's big three have they they haven't played all of the game they've only because they only played eight games together in the regular season, which is insane. Obviously James Harden came late. How big has their How big has James Harden's contribution been to uh, the Brooklyn Nets since he's arrived during the regular season? Oh, how big, big for a while? He was the front runner for MVP until he got injured. But yeah, uh, he's yeah. MVP. You know what? I think a ton of the uh, ton of the like big players like LeBron and AD, their MVP chances were ruined because of an injury. I know, so many. Uh, Giannis was out for a bit, a couple of weeks. Um, not many though. I know, but just a couple. That still counts against you. Um, Curry got injured for a bit, like when he had his tailbone injury. Um, <sighs> who else? Oh, Embiid was out for a bit. That's probably why he didn't win MVP. Um, yeah, just so many. Oh, Damian Lillard, I think, kind of was out for a bit. I'm pretty sure. Joel Embiid was an MVP finalist. I know, but he probably if he would have played every single game, um, then they he would have had higher chances of winning. But anyway, y- Jokic, I do not think Jokic should have won though. Why? Because he just cause he, all he's all he really does. Remember, is the playoffs have... doesn't count it for the MVP. So I know all he... season play. I just all he does is just pass and does really good passes and just I know, shoots. but he's That's a point it. guard. He's basically a point guard big. Who would you rather have, Joel Embiid or Nikola Jokic? Giannis Antetokounmpo. No, that's not an option. <laughs> and yeah, I'd rather have Jokic than Giannis too. I'd rather have Giannis than Joel Embiid, but uh, Jokic over Giannis. Yeah, because he's a point. He's basically a big who can play point guard. He can pass it around, rebound, score, shoot the three, unlike Giannis, and shoot the free throw, unlike Giannis as well. Giannis can shoot threes. He just can't shoot free throws. Um, no, he cannot shoot threes. Giannis can not. He, he can. Um, no, Giannis only shoots his th- pretty much shoots his threes in the fourth quarter, which is the exact time you do not want him to shoot his threes. Well, that's. <laughs> That that's Mike. That blame that on Mike Budenholzer. Yeah, if Giannis should shoot a three, he should shoot it in the first half. That's where 
that like in the second half, that's when you like really need every single possession. When you waste it on Giannis brick three, then that's that's called a wasted possession. Give it to no. Middleton, he can actually shoot. That's oh, that's like a turnover. But didn't Drew uh Drew Holiday not do good either this game? Oh, he did okay, not the best. How they many need more. They need more contribution. Contribution. Alexa, uh, Alexa, Alexa, Alexa. How many points did Drew Holiday have yesterday? Last Thursday, June 10th, against the Nets, Drew Holiday scored nine points on four of four. No, wait, I said last Thursday. That's not. It said June 10th, too. Yeah, that was a while ago. Alexa, how many points did Drew Holiday have yesterday? Last Thursday. Whatever, I can't even. No, say, how many points did Drew Holiday have on June 15th, 2021? Alexa. How many points did Drew Holiday have on June 15th, 2021? Last Thursday, June. Nope. Against the Nets. I can't, no. Okay, anyway, I'll just probably look it up somehow. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you, yeah, you talk about something. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll look it up. Yeah, I think, I think, uh, I'm going to look. He had, he didn't have, he didn't play a good game. I don't think he, yeah, and you also need him for assists too. If he, Giannis had thirty-four points. Drew Holiday had nineteen points. Oh, that's decent, but he, they need more from PJ him. Tucker had no points. Well, PJ Tucker's just basically, he's basically just a uh, like a Patrick Beverly. He's just there to be annoying. How come Bobby Portis didn't play? Did Bryn Forbes play? Yeah, Bobby Portis. Um, is trash. Bobby Portis did not play. Because he's trash. No, he's not. He's better than... Better than your center. Evicta Zubox is better because he doesn't always have to take fadeaways. He actually knows how to play basketball. He just makes the layups and dunks. Bobby Portis can actually shoot threes and be a point guard. Evicta Zubox can only dunk. That's it. Yeah, and uh, he's good at defending. Not Luka Doncic, but, like, other bigs. Not really. Uh, Yeah, really. Uh, Bro, tell me how much Rudy Gobert's been doing. Barely anything. Exactly. What'd you say? I said that, um, um... Rudy Gobert's barely been doing anything this whole series. Against the Clippers? Yes. I know. I know. I know. It's because he's trash. Who? Gobert? Yes. I know. Gobert cannot score. He's only good on defense. That's why they have him. Um, let's see. Yeah, Drew. He had eight assists. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. Bryn Forbes had five points. The Nassis had zero points uh, to go along with uh, ankles broken from last game. They did not break <laughs> his ankles. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie crossed him up. Remember? Um, Before Kyrie faked his injury. Bro, I, I uh, called it with Kevin Durant, though. What? I told you that don't underestimate the power of Kevin Durant. He's probably going to pull up. He can do a triple-double. He's going to need to do... Like a triple double, and he did. What do you think they're gonna need from him next game, bro? Giannis played forty two minutes. That's pretty good. Um, they're gonna need um, 
him to score at least 30. And then Kevin, I think James Harden's going to do better. He's going to get the triple-double, and he's going to score at least 20. Yeah. Uh, hopefully not, because I hate Brooklyn, and I want them to lose. Blake Griffin had 17. I hate Blake Griffin. He's so overrated. Bro, well, no one, no, he's not because no one thinks he's a star. So he's just right where he's at. He's an average player. No one thinks he's like an all star. Really? What? You think he's an all star? No. Exactly. Okay, um, so we're going to move on from that topic, um, and I'm just going to ask uh, Fitz a couple questions about the Bucks. Fitz, what do you think the Bucks have to do to force game uh, seven against the Nets? Because this is a, this is a win-or-go-home game. Well, you got to come out, play strong from the gate. Uh, you can't get over your head too much because when you get over your head, bad things happen. Like, when, uh, like if you're just... If you're taking advantage of it, that's not going to go well because you just you're you're not paying attention to what you're doing. You just you make mistakes. It's not going to end up. You're just you're making mistakes when you do that. Um, another thing that if they force game seven is you got to play smart. You can't play fast. You got to play with your head up. You got to play with just smart basketball. Play Bucks basketball. Bucks basketball is not trying to be cool. Perform in front of your home fans. No, Bucks basketball is playing correct basketball, passing, cutting, just pl- playing overall really good basketball. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, also, um, do you think that part of the problem, uh, how they blew that seventeen point lead, was that they kind of got a little too relaxed? Because uh, one of the things you yes. said, yes, I, I don't, I don't need, I, I don't. One second, one second. One of the things you said, and um, with your answer and how do they need to force game seven is come out strong and come out strong, which they did last game. So, like, how the heck did they lose when blow a 17-point lead? Because they were relaxing. Yeah. They thought they were up by 17 at halftime, and then they just thought it was time to take a vacation. Hell no! You gotta keep playing. To be honest, I uh, looking at the uh, box score, uh, the Bucks played a pretty decent game until the fourth quarter when they that they only scored 21 points. They pretty much scored close to 30 points each quarter except the fourth, and that's when the, the Nets uh, scored a 30-point quarter. I know. It's, it's, it's not good. So it's I think the real good. problem is the Bucks just need to make sure they finish. Like team, I'd rather have a team that starts out bad but finishes strong than a team that starts out uh, strong and finishes bad. I know. So I know. that needs I mean, to be their mindset going into game six. Yeah, absolutely about that. Absolutely. Okay, I mean, one more question for the Bucks. Um, and then we'll talk about Chris Paul getting COVID. Okay, sure. Um, if the Bucks lose this series, do you think uh, Mike Putinholzer should be fired? Let me give a couple things because this could be their one of their only. No, teams. this is they've had a couple of years. They have the MVP and they are forming a really good team, and it just seems like they haven't reach that they can't uh break through so do you think it's the coaching that's the problem or like because they've had they've had a really good team they've done good in the regular season but then they just fall apart in the playoffs if they lose this series well i don't i don't think you should get fired uh why because he's led you to the playoffs you've had the two best you've had the best record the 
the You've had the best record the last two years. But that could just be the players, not the coaching. I think coaching comes into play in the playoffs. The players are the ones that lead them through the regular season. If you don't have talent in the regular season, you're not going to make it to the playoffs. But the good teams in the playoffs that uh, like lift, that uh, take their talent. Well, I just off, don't think he should be fired. Coaches. Just like Miami, for example, from last year. They, they had a pretty average team, but they had one of the greatest coaches in the NBA and uh, whatever his name is. Eric Spolstra. Yeah, Eric Spolstra. He's one of the best coaches in the NBA. So I think it, it, that could be a, a valid uh well, I don't think he should be. I don't think he should be fired. Yeah, I don't think he should be fired. Then what do you think? He should. He, he should just. Do you think he he'd be on the hot seat? Maybe. Who? Uh. The Coach book? Bud. Yeah, Bud. No. Um. If if you uh if if this happens if this happens again, probably on the hot seat. But right now, I don't think so. Do you think some uh, lineup adjustments may be taken into consideration? Like maybe getting rid of one of their players or going into a full rebuild and just building around Giannis? The best they oh, can. hell no. No, you're not going into a rebuild because then that means you're probably not going to make the playoffs. You got Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. But it just seems like that's not working out, doesn't it? Well, you shouldn't try to get rid of one of your – you should not try to get rid of one of your guys. Yeah. Do you think this is a uh, – like? Do you think this series could be uh, Drew Holiday? Because you last just resigned. Re- re- no, be- because he already resigned. I didn't. Uh, still cut him or uh, trade him. I know, but they just resigned him. So why would you cut him or trade him? Uh, with coaches all the time, they can resign them and then just fire them whenever they want. I mean, no. Okay, let's use that as a segue uh, for the next topic. Before we talk about Chris Paul, let's just talk about uh Stan Van Gundy getting fired. Yes, uh, coach candidates. Because obviously Stan Van said, Gundy could become a, another a final another finalist for the Blazers or the Magic I of coaching want Stan jobs. Stan Van Gundy is my head coach. He's he's washed up. It's time for a new coach who hasn't had gotten fired so many times. To he's only gotten that. fired th- three times. Exactly, that's terrible. Yeah, that three times. Not a, that's not. That means he's not a very good coach. Well, in Orlando, well, he he technically only got fired twice. Dwight Howard demanded that uh, in Orlando that demanded that they'd fire him or else he wouldn't return. Do you think? Do you think that? Um, has, do you know if Stan Van Gundy's ever made the playoffs? Yeah. With who? Detroit and Orlando. Detroit once. Orlando many times. Oh, interesting. But I'm surprised they fired him after one year. I thought they might have kept him around for another year. And, well, I think it's because they, they think that they have a really good team and that he's, was, he was the problem and why they couldn't do good. Because they, they really have some really good players like Zion and Brandon Ingram and Lonzo. So I think next year I'm expecting them to make the playoffs. I don't think that's really the point because – why would you fire him? I mean, he still he has a lot to prove. Because he didn't help the team get better. They lost a lot of close games. Maybe if there's better coaching, they could have won those close games and make it to the playoffs. Maybe. They have a good enough team fits. They have a good enough talent to be a good team in the NBA. Nah, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't bet my money on it. Why? 
They have two Kinda. all-stars and a g- good uh, 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 point guard who's probably just as good as Drew Holiday. Who? Lonzo. Maybe. On the offensive end especially. Maybe not on the defense side. Well, I think the loss of Drew, Hol- the loss of Drew Holiday and the addition of Eric Bledsoe might come into play. Yeah, Eric Bledsoe's washed up. I know. Uh, he He's out of his prime. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now that we've talked about done talking about that, wait. Before that, is there any other coaches candidates that you know of that instead of the same ones they always say like Mark Jackson that you think would be a candidate for the uh, uh, Pelicans job? Mike D'Antoni. Uh, maybe Terry Stotts. Who uh, is there any coaches in the like around the NBA that you know that are that are have been good successful working with big men? Mike D'Antoni worked with Clint Capella. Well, Clint, uh, no. Well, not like a star big man. Like, Clint Capella wasn't the star of the team. Like, Mike D'Antoni's most famous for working with point guards. So, like, uh, what other options are open for NBA teams? Uh, like co- for coaches? Yeah. No, for – I mean, what NBA teams don't have head coaches that are looking to hire people right now? Don't? Yeah, that don't have head coaches right now. Well, the Spurs first and foremost because Pop is doing pretty well. But I feel like when he retires, that Becky Hammond, who's uh, in, uh, interviewing for other jobs, uh, who's interviewing for other jobs, uh, for other coaching jobs. But he'll, she, if if she doesn't, if she stays in San Antonio, I think she'll become the head coach uh, when Pop decides to. No, retire. no, no. I'm talking about what teams don't have head coaches. Like, don't the Pistons not have head coach? Uh... Who are the teams that are looking for head coaches right now? The Blazers. The, here's what I'll tell you I know. The Blazers fired Terry Stotts. I, I think Mike D'Antoni should go to the Blazers because they, they, he's good at working with point guards. And uh, Damian Lillard's a good point guard. Yeah. Uh, Orlando Magic job is open. Yeah, but they're, no one wants them. They're, they're yeah. starting from scratch. They're gonna be he, the, whoever's head coach is probably gonna be on hot seat after one year because they're so bad. I know. Um, another option, uh, maybe the Wizards if they fire Scott Brooks. Well, yeah, I think this is his last chance, maybe. Um, and then I would say, uh, do you think Tom Thibodeau is gonna get fired? Um, no, because he turned their team around. Definitely not this year. Maybe in a couple of years. Oh yeah, years. anyone coach of the year. Yeah. Why, though? Why didn't you give it to Monty Williams? Because the Knicks have, the big, have been, like, struggling for decades, and that's what they're taking into consideration. So have the Suns? No, not decades. They they were good with Steve Nash. Yeah, but they missed the play. They were... I know. It's just because the Knicks have never really The Knicks were good with strong... Carmelo Anthony. That was... That not very good. They that they they were bad for like ten years straight, and the Suns had some up and down years. Well, they were close last year, but that's it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um. Okay. Do you now, know how many wins they? Do you know how many uh wins they got two years ago? Like sixteen. Nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. How many? Nin- did which the team in the get? league? What? How much did the Knicks get? Uh, they were probably better than that. Oh. That was the year before they got Julius Randle. Yeah. Okay, now let's move on to Chris Paul. Chris Paul? Yeah. Yes, uh, I'll, I'll say that. Uh, Chris Paul t- has tested positive for COVID-19. 
Did he? Uh, yeah. No, I think, no, no, no. I think he Yeah, had, they said he's, he's positive. And they said he's positive and he's vaccinated. Wait, are you sure he's positive or was he around someone? He's positive. I saw it. He's positive. Uh, yeah, well, CP3 one... update coming. Suns will give an update on Paul's status for Western Conference Finals this weekend. Earliest game one would be Sunday. Oh, interesting. Oh, another fin- a, f- a finalist might be John Calipari. He's looking at NBA jobs now. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'd say he'd be a finalist. Yeah. Um... Another one would be, uh, but otherwise, Chris Paul tested positive for COVID nineteen. Uh, we he's in the health and safety protocols right now. He's been vaccinated, so he'd probably be only be have COVID for like a couple of days. Yeah, that's what they said. Uh, since he's vaccinated, the COVID protocols probably not gonna last as long for him. Yeah, but uh, when Drew Hall when Drew Holiday had it, he was out for like forever. Yeah, yeah, not uh, very good. Well, um, I don't think there's anything else to mention. We mentioned well, we a lot. We can still go deeper in. This is very gonna. This is really gonna. Hurt how does this run. affect? How does this affect them? Before well, um, because he can't he can't practice with them. How does this affect them? Well, I think this affects them majorly, especially um, if they play Sunday. Like I think right now they have to be rooting for the Clippers to win a couple games because um, or like for it to be come to Game Seven or something because um. They they need they don't want to play so early because if they play so early then like maybe Chris Paul could miss like even more than one game, so they want it, the game they want the games to be pushed as late as possible. But if Chris Paul doesn't play, this is going to be very uh big. It may not be immediate like in the first three quarters, but they'll definitely feel in the fourth quarter if it's a close game. They're not going to have someone. Well, to just... you know, like they saw. You know, did you see how many Suns fans were in Denver? Uh yeah, yeah they're probably going to travel to Utah well too. Yeah. The yeah. Suns fans have something actually to root for. Oh my God, to... there, were a, there were a ton of Suns. Like, I'm a, yeah, because there's six million people who live in Phoenix. Well, not you anymore, but... Uh, yeah, and people, but, more people are moving in, too. I know, it's crazy. Uh, everybody's moving from California to Phoenix, but Christian moved from Phoenix to California. Yes, sir. Um, and that, uh, I think that's going to wrap it up. Uh, Christian, do you have anything else you want to say to the people? Well, I think just Devin Booker is going to really have, have a good night. Um, he's going to step up a ton the way he's been yeah. playing. Yeah. But you know, I know ne- I'm never too worried about the Suns because they have actually really good role players. So they, they, I think collectively they may be able to help make up for Chris Paul. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Well, that concludes Sportsway podcast. Thanks you guys for listening. And we'll see you guys next time. Fitzgerald and Christian Mott. See you later. Bye.